Hello and welcome to the Law and Sport podcast with me, Sean Cottrell, the founder of Law and Sport. Ahead of the first test between the British and Irish Lions and Australia at the weekend, I was lucky enough to speak to Max Duffy, a partner at Bird and Bird and the lawyer for the British and Irish Lions, about what life is like on tour. Well, without further ado, this is what Max had to say. Thanks, Sean. Um, in terms of my typical day, it's pretty hard to identify um, a, a pattern, but I'll start with match days because they're perhaps a little more interesting um, on, on match days because the because uh, the Lions bag men, um, which is uh, which is a couple of guys, one South African and one Irish guy, they go down to the match venue. Um, the stadium very very early, seven or eight hours before kickoff. Um, would you believe? That's because there's there's a load of stuff to set up, at, and because um, they are quite methodical. Um, so that means that for the rest of the uh, rest of the playing squad who aren't participating in the match, who have training, they they need a standing bag man, and that is that is me, um, me and another and another guy on the trip. So. Um, we become bad men for the match day training sessions um, for the for the non-players. So that involves um, he- heading to the training venue an hour or so early and getting out everything that's needed for the session, um, which is typically the scrum machine, a collection of pads and bibs and cones and then a few a few other things like water and there's a bunch of other protein and other drinks and then balls and ice and towels and so on. Um, and then d- during the training session, um, we'll I'll do a variety of things, uh, bringing on water, like a water boy, um, holding tackle pads, uh, kicking the balls around, as I used to do when I trained myself. And, um, and then uh, once the players have gone, we'll, we'll uh, tidy it all up and then head back to the hotel. Um, and then I'll... Um, I'll stop pretending that I'm still a rugby player and um, and start doing start doing a bit of uh, proper legal work if there's any anything to do, um, and that has been um, quite quite varied. Um, for, for example, uh, over the last uh, the last week or so, as um, as you may know, we, we've had to recruit um, a, a few additional players to the to the tour party and. Um, Occasionally, something will arise about one of the recruits in terms of um, insurance cover or uh, player release under IRB regulations and so on. So, um, occasionally, there's a few things for me to do there. Um, then um, I'll go to the game. I'll, I'll typically, I'll go at the same time as the players, the playing players. Um, uh, so I'll get there about an hour and a half before. Before kickoff, um, meet up with the ARU representatives, the Australian Rugby Union representatives that I need to see, and also meet up with the sighting commissioner um, and, and have a chat about anything that's arising. Um, then I'll pick up um, my ref link, which allows me to, to hear the referees and assistant referees' comments during the match, and um, and then. Uh, 
at kickoff, I will either go to the coaches box if there's room in there. Um, but we have got a fair few coaches and a fair few analysts who go in the coaches box. There's not always room, or, or I'll just sit with the uh, the non-playing players, and I'll cut a slightly nerdy figure as I'll be scribbling down any um, scribbling down notes of any incidents that arise during the during the game. Um, and then I'll uh, typically after the match I'll 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 go and see the analysts, check um, maybe have a look at the footage of any of those incidents, check with the coaches and some of the players to see if, if they've got any uh, any foul play they that they've um, they've witnessed or, and they want to they want to talk to me about. And then I'll then then I'll typically check in again with the sighting commissioner to let him know if we're if the Lions are making any referrals to him, which which I should say we haven't done to date. Um, and then um, uh, it'll be quite a long day because t- kickoff is normally uh, about 7.30, 7.40 over here. So um, I might get back to the team hotel about 11 o'clock. And um, if I've got nothing to do, that's great. I can just have a, have a beer or go to bed if, um, if I've got a hearing to prepare for because one of the players has been cited for example then uh, then I really start to crank up the work um, uh, and I'll have to put a fair, fair few hours in preparing for the hearing uh, typically it'll be the following day so I will um, I will be trying to effectively prepare uh, the player and any witnesses that we have as to what they can expect from the hearing, um, work out what I'm going to say, have a look at any relevant previous cases, and, um, and you know generally understand and work out with the player what what the plea is going to be, if you like. Um, and that's only happened on the tour proper, although I did a, a case with, um, with one of the players before I set off on the tour. Um, uh, there was Dylan Harley, but on the tour proper, it's only happened once. Only one player has been cited. That was Keen Healy after the um, first match in in Perth, and that involved a, uh, a rather frantic preparation. It was quite a difficult case, and um, we, we had to uh, put a fair bit of time in, uh, including prepping Keen himself, but also we had Brian O'Driscoll and Andy Irvin attend the hearing as. as Effectively, character witnesses. So um, that involved a fair bit of a fair bit of preparation, a couple of late nights. So that's pretty much match day routine. Other days are a little bit more relaxed. Um, uh, I, I still help out with um, with training and and then um, you know, try and catch up with any other legal issues that, that are arising. And, and and then if there aren't any, then I might. Um, I might uh, nip away and try and check a few emails from um, from the day job and make sure that I'm keeping on top of things to the extent I can with the regular bird and bird stuff. So that's uh, that's pretty much my typical day if there is one. Oh, it's, it sounds it sounds like the most amazing experience. Um, have you enjoyed it thus far? Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's um, it's. Uh, it's very, very different from, um, from from what I'm used to, I should say. But it's 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 been a real pleasure for me to see 
see a few things that I, you know, don't wouldn't normally get to see. So we're we're quite a quite a massive machine, um, the tour party. Um, um, it's great to see something like that move move around uh, and work together so so slickly. Um, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of management in addition to the 30. Well, we've, we've got a few more now, so we're probably up to about nearly 40 players. But in addition to that, there are probably about the same number of um, management team, um, and they all do um, uh, all do certain tasks, and it all comes together uh, amazingly on match day. Um, so we've got, as I mentioned before, we've got a bunch of analysts who analyse all the footage and all of the. Um, uh, they, they film and analyse all the training sessions. There's a bunch of security guys who ferry all the players and all the management around and uh, keep an eye on things generally. There's sports scientists and strength and conditioning guys. There's coaches. There's a commercial team. There's a media team. And um, they, they are typically all very busy doing, doing what they need to do. I, I'm probably the least busy of the management team. In as much that you know, if if everybody's behaving themselves as they as they mostly have, or they all, they all have, then there's, um, there's there's not a huge amount for for me to do. But it's it's amazing seeing you know that group of people a doing what they do best and b um, up in sticks every two or three days and um, and then decamping you know a thousand kilometres away into another town where they set up an office, set up a team room. Um, so all, all the um, we've got an advance party that, um, that arrives the day day or two before everybody else. So when we arrive, our bags are in the hotel rooms, the team room is set up, um, pretty much looking exactly as it did in the previous town. Um, so it's, it's uh, very slick, and, uh, and of course it's great to see it's great to see you know, these are world class players. Um, and coaches, in particular, seeing what they what they do and seeing it up close. I mean, they are the training sessions are really, really, really interesting. Um, it's uh, you know, it's really, really sharp. Um, it's a real intensity about it. They're not out there for that long. They're they're on the pitch probably for no more than an hour, and um, it is very, very slick. Um, so it's it's great to see that. Um, and then off the pitch, you know, I. Get a chance to unwind and have a, have a few beers. Um, although you know, not not um, nobody's going mad because, particularly now we're at the business end of the tour, um, you know, it's, it's it's all focus on the on the test matches. Um, but there are there are a few um, there's a few a few moments of um, of, of uh, where, where things get a, a little bit less intense. One of the strength and conditioning guys. Who's uh, a guy called Paul Stridgen, who everyone knows as Bobby. Um, he, he is effectively the tall clown, and every couple of weeks he puts on this Bobby Cup where he, he takes the Mickey out of various members of the, of the squad, and um, they are not to be missed. Those sessions. We should try and get him on to do it to to to, to do one of you. Well, it, 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 well, he has done one actually already, um, which largely took the Mickey out of the fact that I was. Um, I was off sick. I was quarantined for three days oh, no. on the tour. Um, I was I had some vomiting bug that uh, didn't really make me feel too bad. But the, the, 
because we've had so many injuries anyway, the, doc, the med doctor and the, the rest of the medical team didn't want to take any risks of me infecting everybody. So, um, so I'm back in Brisbane now, but when we were previously in Brisbane, which was about 10 days ago, I, I spent a couple of days hobbled up in my hotel room, <laughs> eating, um, eating room service food and, and so on. So, um, um, so that, yeah, that's Bob, Bobby, um, Bobby used that to, to turn, the, turn the mickey out on me. Um, but yes, it, so in short, it's been a really enjoyable time so far. And, and as I said, it's, um, it's, it's building up now to quite an intense period. And compared to your, your normal uh, work as a partner at Bird and Bird, how does it differ? And do you think you're going to be able to settle back in once you get back? <laughs> uh, I, I'm very confident I'll be able to settle back in. Um, but but um, that, I mean, it is, it is you know, quite... It's quite strange. It's um, you know you're in a you're in a, a, a tour mentality, which is you know living out bags and and you know being surrounded by um, being surrounded by all, all the same people all, all of the time. Um, I've got to say, my day in terms of core legal work is much less busy than than it is when I'm at home. Um, you know, I've, I've done two hearings effectively, um, one immediately before the tour and one on the tour. Um, and, and whilst the, you know, the activity around those has been quite intense, you know, the rest of the time, while I'm busy, is um, is doing things that um, you know aren't particularly legal, legally related, um, and. You know, what, what else is different? I suppose you're on the move a lot, and it's, as I say, it's getting quite intense. Um, and I imagine it's going to get even more intense as we move into you know, the test series now. There's lots more people coming out, lots more fans coming out, lots more media coming out. Um, uh, so it's um, it's, a, it's a bit of a goldfish bowl. Um, I, I had um we, we, we've just been in, um, in Sydney and, and Canberra, and in, in Sydney it certainly felt like the tour was um, gaining in momentum, and um, you know quite a few more few more travelling fans had arrived by then. And um, I had a couple of mates in Sydney who I was able to go and see. What um, one of them had, had, I went went back to his house with his wife and kids, and, and it was a, a real nice treat just to be away from the. From the fairly macho environment of the tour, and just to have a, a, a you know a bit of um, a bit of sort of normality. You know, the, the other thing, of course, is that you know at the moment I'm I'm not seeing my my wife and family. I'm seeing them for a month or so, so that's obviously very different, and you know that's quite challenging. But um, you know, in the great scheme of things, um, we can cope with that. But it's uh, it's uh, certainly different from what I'm used to. That was Max Duffy, the lawyer for the British and Irish Lions and a partner at the law firm Bird and Bird. Well, that's it for this show, but thank you very much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. Remember, you can go to lawandsport.com to access over 450 articles, blogs, video content and more podcasts about all the latest sports law information and analysis.